The American people are incredible. And we're the best, you know, I, I've told, I asked, I was asked by Xi Jinping uh, about what, when I was in the Tibetan mountains with him. And he said, can you define America for me? I said, yeah, one word, possibilities. Yeah, Joe Biden hiked through the Tibetan mountains with Xi Jinping in uh, 1948, leading up to the communist revolution under Mao Zedong. That didn't happen. He is a, a mental meltdown case. Hey, William, uh, people enjoyed your call. People liked your call. A lot of people liked your call. And you do sound like you're 19. I got to say, you sound like you're 19. That's okay. And it sounds like you're asking uh, questions, and that's very good. Very good. Got one here that says, uh, from a, a career overseas person, let's say, says, I'll bet you a dollar William has never left the country. That may be the case. And another one, Randy said, well, 27 is the new 18. 27 is the new 18, which is, which is largely true. Uh, but, uh, but that's it. The, um, the reality is that this American airman, a senior airman that uh, self-immolated Aaron Bushnell at the Israeli embassy, uh, let's see, about, uh, mm, what was it, uh, 46 hours ago, about 46 hours ago, he self-immolated and he killed himself, and we're learning more about it because he uh, cared very deeply. And we we played the audio of him yesterday, self-immolating, and it's pretty dramatic stuff. I've got to say, um, I brought it to the Newsmax, the video Newsmax people yesterday afternoon. It was uh, during the meeting and a Zoom call with people in New York and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, well that's that's kind of different. Um, he was protesting. He's in his uh, battle dress uniforms, BDUs, the camouflage uh, Air Force camouflage. Senior airman, he was on track to be an IT guy, you know, information technology guy, which means that, you know, his career in the Air Force would lead to uh, work outside of the Air Force. You know, if you're an F-16 pilot, you're probably not going to get a job as an F-16 pilot after you leave the Air Force, but the IT guys, they got jobs after. And uh, he made uh, some, what I would consider to be very bad decisions about committing suicide in one of the most uh, horrifying ways imaginable you know, go find the Golden Gate Bridge or something and and do that. Find a handgun, you know, whatever you want to do, but setting yourself on fire. Pretty crazy stuff. He's on fire now, and he's yelling, free Palestine, and, and the flames are being sucked into his lungs and burning the cilia off of his lungs, so he couldn't yell for very long while that was going on, and it was a horrible thing, of course, so horrible that really all you can do is look for the joke in there because you can't uh, absorb this stuff every day and, and uh, you know, then go have dinner with your best girl like everything's okay. You got you to gotta be able to move on. Look at it from the, you know, the 30,000-foot view. Um, realize that things like this happen in history and it would be best if things like this didn't happen. And uh, by what was all of this inspired? Well, Aaron Bushnell on social media and his friends on social media calling him comrade and saying he's one of the most principled comrades I've ever known and and he's looking to achieve liberation uh, for all people uh, worldwide and and uh, his pronouns are he and him. And so he's uh, a radical lefty who is part of 
at least two different anarchy groups, anarchist groups. Uh, and that means that politically he's a lefty, a radical lefty, and and obviously an extremist based on everything that we know about him at this point. Now, I got to say, and I, I mentioned it, I mentioned it before, but you may recall that Joe Biden's military was looking to, let's go to Lloyd Austin and Kabul Kirby, because uh, Lloyd Austin, uh, by the way, Lloyd Austin, the secretary of our entire Department of Defense, you may recall, uh, uh, former four-star general, U.S. Army. And uh, so we got the military running the military. We used to have civilian control when Republicans were in charge, but, but never mind that. They've got military control, and their spokespeople are military people, and their civilian leadership positions are taken up by military people, which is kind of interesting. you got to look out for the left at all times. But Lloyd Austin, he disappeared into the hospital for weeks and didn't tell anybody. You remember this? You know, there are only three wars going on or whatever in the U.S. military engaged all over the place. Well, you'll be happy to know that the Pentagon has completed an investigation into Lloyd Austin's hospitalization, and they've determined that uh, no one did anything wrong. Everything was just fine. Pay no attention. Who was to blame for Lloyd Austin's uh, uh, disappearance? and all the hospitalization, uh, the Pentagon has investigated and they've determined that no one is responsible for doing anything wrong, which is very helpful, I think, very nice. It's good to be a Democrat because of a Republican. Yeah, um, who is to blame for the secrecy surrounding Lloyd Austin's hospitalization? A Pentagon report says no one. See, they invest. so now that the investigation is done. But you may remember that... Uh, uh, general slash secretary, the the amazing disappearing Lloyd Austin. Uh, what was this in 2021, I think, talking about cleansing the military of extremists. Got to get all the extremists out of the military. If confirmed, I will fight hard to stamp out sexual assault. Good and to idea. rid our ranks of racists and extremists. Racist. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. Uh-huh. But we can't do that if some of those enemies lie within our own ranks. That's right. Now, those enemies apparently don't include anarchists who are online all over the place talking about their comrades and, and uh, liberation theology and, and all of this madness because, you know, you've got to get rid of racists and extremists. But I guess you couldn't get all of them. Um, <clears throat> and radicals like... Professor Cornell West, isn't he running for president or something? Nobody notices when he does, but crazy Cornell West with his weird clothes and his weird hair and his weird beard and his weird teeth and a hero of the Democrat Party, posting uh, on this suicidal lunatic uh, jihadi. Cornell West says, let us never forget the extraordinary courage and commitment of brother Aaron Bushnell. I don't think he would have called him brother a week ago, but that's okay who died for truth and justice. That's not what he died for. I pray for his precious loved ones. Thanks very much, Cornell West. Let us rededicate ourselves to genuine solidarity with Palestinians undergoing genocidal attacks in real time. See, and Aaron Bushnell was yelling before he self-immolated about the genocide that's going on now. Uh, the Palestinians are not... And there are more Palestinians today than there were, not there, well, there are fewer now than there were uh, four months ago, but uh, there are a lot more than there were uh, 10 years ago and, and 20 years ago. But uh, Aaron Bushnell screaming about 
about, uh, you know, the genocide which is not being perpetrated against the Palestinian people. And, you know, back to William saying, well, uh, Israel says 10,000 children have been killed. There is a war going on that was incited, instigated, started by Hamas, which is a radical Islamic terror group funded by Iran, which is the granddaddy of them all at this point of uh, radical Islamic terrorist groups. And Aaron Bushnell um, sounded, you know, kind of like Cornell West's. I am an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. You're not complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest. Extreme act of protest. But compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. Not this at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. You got this radical left-wing lexicon that uh, rolls out very naturally. Uh, and, you know, the poor SOB, is, uh, he's been, he was, uh, so misguided. Uh, and it's obviously the left that poisoned his, his thinking. Now, Cobble uh, Kirby, he's another retired Navy admiral, I think, one-star, who was a spokesman at the Pentagon. And so they've got military people everywhere in these civilian positions, the left does. And Cobble uh, Kirby on how they're going to cleanse the military of extremists. As we worked through things over the course of the last uh, eight, nine months, um, we believe that less than 100 or about 100 um, active duty or reserve component members of the military uh, participated in some prohibited extremist activities. Uh, 100, if we include it, we're talking about millions and millions of people. Uh, active duty and reservists, they found that after their exhaustive search for extremists, that they expelled from the military 100 reservists or active duty that participated in. So what, did they go to Burning Man? Is that, I, I wonder if this guy ever went to Burning Man. You think that Aaron Bushnell ever went to Burning Man? It's a big festival in the desert. They have music and things, do a lot of drugs, but um, they got that. So they got 100, but apparently they weren't, weren't looking for anarchists because if they had been looking for anarchists in their ranks, then maybe Aaron Bushnell would have been expelled. But now they're praising their martyr, right? And uh, also Aaron Bushnell was calling for people to join a cell, join a cell. Now, what, what is that about? With his he, him pronouns, he's got his. So the left obviously got into his head. And we've had the left on college campuses, you know, the, including the, like the president of Harvard University and, and of MIT and of uh, University of Pennsylvania. They've got it, you know, this is what the left does. The left is a toxin. The left is poison. And I, I guess if it were 1939, they'd be saddling up with Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party wouldn't he? So let's go back to yesterday at the Israeli embassy where Democrats and other jihadis showed up to show their support for the self-immolating, Hamas-loving, anti-Israel, tragic story. Uh, and he's clearly, obviously, a tragic story, you know, but I can't internalize it and, and say, oh, well, you know, I, I'm not going to enjoy my lunch because Aaron Bush, Bushnell uh, lost his mind. Um, you know, I've been following news for a long time. I'm capable of moving on. I really am. So outside the Israeli embassy yesterday in support of Aaron Bushnell. This is in solidarity with Aaron. 
burning. We burned a body at the very least. We can burn the Zionist flag. Burning the Israeli flag in front of the Israeli embassy. And the lunatics, blah, blah. You should all self-immolate. Honestly, one should do it as a group. Because uh, you're halfway to Jonestown already, you bunch of lunatics. You killed that man! You killed Yelling that at man. the Secret you Service. You pulled your guns out instead of f***ing fire extinguishers! You pulled your guns out! She really seems to care. Doesn't she? Well, no, they no, they didn't. All the police. I think she might be anti-police. I, I think that she's definitely a Joe Biden voter. Let me just say that she might have participated in Scream at the Sky Day, don't you think? She might have been in Scream at the Sky because. Uh, these people are very, very unwell. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And uh, they're all comrades. They're comrades, according to Aaron Bushnell and his friends. And, you know, uh, affiliated with um, Antifa, radical left-wing terrorist group founded in Germany in the 1930s and adopted by the Democrat Party. Absolutely amazing. That's your good stuff. Yeah, so the uh, crazy lady, uh, Biden voter, uh, screaming at the police, the Uniformed Division of the U.S. Secret Service provides embassy security, and there are probably D.C. Metropolitan Police there as well. And there, she's screaming at the police, you killed this man. It's like, no, no, actually, ma'am, we didn't. He killed himself. Here's the videotape. Want to watch it with us? Because we didn't kill him. But it's true that police officers came up correctly with uh, their guns drawn, and one of the officers screaming, Get a fire extinguisher. Get a fire extinguisher. But when you've got a lunatic in camouflage who self-immolated, drenched himself in gasoline or a flammable fluid, set himself on fire in a screaming free Palestine, that guy might reach into his pocket, pull out a detonator, and blow up his suicide vest and kill everybody in the neighborhood. Right? He might also pull out two pistols and start shooting at everybody around. So the police, now if you're Doing that to yourself, you're certainly capable of hurting other people. And uh, the police officers on the scene uh, responded uh, entirely appropriately. Uh, and the lady is like, well, you think that at the entrance to the Israeli embassy, they have a row of fire extinguishers readily available for moments when Democrats show up and self-immolate? That's probably not true. One police officer was yelling, get a fire extinguisher, get a fire extinguisher. Uh, okay? But at this point... You know, Democrats are self-immolating that have never self-immolated before. They uh, show up outside the Israeli embassy, the Israeli consulate in Atlanta, Georgia, with a Palestinian flag, and they self-immolate. They show up on the steps of the Supreme Court on Earth Day, and they self-immolate because they have no sense of irony in order to protest people putting smoke in the sky. You uh, set yourself on fire and turn yourself into smoke in the sky. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But... You know, there are a lot of crazy people out there. And, and that crazy lady yelling, you killed, you killed him. Um, she's obviously mentally ill. She's, she's not up to everyday life in the modern world where members of her party are self-immolating, where members of her party are launching suicide attacks against the police and members of Congress. Um, but this is the Democrat Party. This is what they've done to the United States of America. And uh, here's this lunatic, Bushnell, 
talking about his comrades and joining a cell and his pronouns are are he, him, and, and uh, you know, his uh, liberation. He's a crazy lefty. The only thing that's really out about this is that he joined the U.S. military. The rest of it is just kind of an everyday Democrat story. You killed Aaron Bushnell! You did, all of you! All of you and war criminals! Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, we got Joe Biden on TV and uh, eating ice cream and lying about stuff. We got updates on the border and all kinds of madness. But uh, before we get to that, let's uh, and a clip from The Godfather. I hope. Let's uh, let's go to Mike calling from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, I want to congratulate you on, uh, you know, deducing, just figuring out that a guy that set himself on fire is an extremist. That That's that's really good for you, Chris. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> who else has been called extremists throughout history? Gandhi, Thomas Paine, George Washington, everybody that's ever stood up for truth and justice has been called an extremist when they do it in a way that puts their life on the line. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, you know, the, you're saying the British crown called George Washington extremist and Thomas Paine. I'm sure they did. Well, perhaps, perhaps they did. And who else? Gandhi. Gandhi was such a peacenik. It was kind of hard to call him an extremist. Um, that's, uh, I, I'm not sure what your point is. You don't think that he was an extremist with his comrades and his join a cell and his he, him pronouns, and then he self-immolated yelling free Gaza, which is run by Hamas, a terrorist organization. You don't think that's an, he said it, he used the word extreme himself before he set himself on fire. By the way, I think he got that wrong. I think it's Hezbollah that's funded by Iran. I think Hamas gets the money somewhere else. Well, you're 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 wrong about that. You're wrong about that. The Houthis get their money from Iran and their weapons. Uh, Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and Hezbollah. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest. But compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. Ah, they're colonizers. I love that, the colonizers. Yeah. Going back to Abraham, they uh, colonized. Then they colonized again when the Jewish slaves 
exited Egypt under the pharaohs, but then he set himself on fire. Not an extremist or anything. Now, I was pinging back and forth with uh, my friend Seton Motley, Seton Motley, and um, tell you about the self-immolating guy. And he said, you know, it reminded, reminds me of the scene, Seton said, in uh, Godfather Part Two, when Michael Corleone goes to Havana, Cuba, under the Batista regime before the communist revolution of Fidel Castro, which the Democrats prefer, and Barack Obama prefers the Castros and Che Guevara. Uh, he loved posing with Che Guevara murals in uh, Cuba and so on, and giving the Castro brothers everything they wanted because he's closer to being a commie than he is to, you know, Barack Obama, than he is to being John F. Kennedy, that's for sure. But great scene on the rooftop uh, in Havana, uh, 1959, and Michael Corleone, it's the meeting of the families and they're, you know, cutting up Cuba. They got the cape cake and they're cutting up. It's Hyman Roth's birthday, I think. And, and Hyman Roth is uh, sitting there. And Michael Corleone, earlier in the day, had seen a communist being pulled over by the Cuban military, the Batista military. And the communist got out and he had a, a hand grenade, right? And instead of being taken by the troops, he pulls the pin on the hand grenade, jumps at the... Uh, at the soldiers and blows himself up and kills the soldier, right? And then as Michael Corleone is relating that story to Hyman Roth, uh, they have this little back and forth. I saw an interesting thing happen today. A rebel was being arrested by the military police. And rather than be taken alive, he exploded a grenade he had hidden in his jacket. He killed himself and he took a captain of the command with him. Right, Johnny? Those rebels know they're lunatics. Maybe so. But it occurred to me, the soldiers are paid to fight. The rebels aren't. What does that tell you? Hyman Roth. They can win. What does that tell you? They can win. A footnote. And an opportunity to use a clip from The Godfather, part two. Uh, Great stuff, but I was talking about it earlier. Democrat Party operatives have perpetrated suicide attacks against a U.S. Capitol police officer, murdered one, nearly killed a second. They murdered the black militant radical leftist, murdered Officer William Evans, U.S. Capitol Police, Billy Evans, and uh, then jumped out of his car, uh, nearly killed a second one, crashing into them with his car, pinning him against the pop-up barrier uh, in an effort to murder, and then he jumped out with his big knife and attacked the U.S. Capitol Police who gunned him down uh, to stop him from murdering more people. Now, that was the left and black militancy on the U.S. Capitol grounds. And uh, what was that, two years ago? And uh, the news media didn't make much out of it because it doesn't serve the Democrat Party's interests. New York City, Ishmael Brinsley from Maryland drove up to New York because Barack Obama and the Democrats had declared war on the police because they enforce laws and Democrats break laws. That's the short explanation. And Ishmael Brinsley murdered officers Ramos and Lou sitting in their cars. And then he, uh, I guess, realized one was Hispanic, one was Asian. He went to a, wanted to murder white cops. He went to a nearby subway stop. He was a black radical also. And he shot himself in the head and killed himself. Another black radical militant in Dallas, 
went to a Black Lives Matter rally and the police were there to protect the Black Lives Matter protesters and a Democrat radical black militant murdered, I believe, nine Dallas police officers barricaded in a concrete parking garage and uh, dared the police to come get them. They had to send a robot in with a bomb, dropped the bomb on them and blew them up in the... uh, And uh, a similar thing happened in Baton Rouge with another black militant and murdering a number of Baton Rouge police officers, suicide attack. And then, of course, the James Hodgkinson, the Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer, shooting Congressman Steve Scalise and trying to murder every Republican on that baseball field, a whole baseball field for a full Republican members of Congress, of the House and the Senate. And uh, the police had to gun down James Hodgkinson. He was a white militant. And now we have, you know, the the suicide, the self-immolations. Um, and those were not murderous suicide attacks, but they were political suicides and, and self-immolation, again, on the steps of the Supreme Court, the plaza in front of the Supreme Court, um, because it was Earth Day. And that guy drove in from Colorado to self-immolate at the Supreme Court because he's very concerned about the weather, okay? Now, this is at what point does the Democrat Party become known as a terrorist organization and Michael Corleone and Hyman Roth having this discussion. And then, of course, we knew when the movie was made that the communists did take over the suicide attacks from the communists and so on. So this is the left. The left is really here. This is not liberalism. This is radical leftism. But good thing the defense secretary and the generals cleared out our military of extremists because 100 of them, they say, participated in activities, probably First Amendment protected activities, that uh, the left running the U.S. military objected to. So they punished the people for their political activities. But they didn't find this anarchist with his comrades and his you know, they love the pronouns thing, the Democrats in the military. They promote transgender people and uh, all of that crazy, all that crazy stuff. I'm telling you, we got we, we got some transgender stuff today, too, don't we? Got some because uh, the Democrats, they can't help it. But first, let's go to let's go to Joe Biden, because Joe Biden went up to New York City yesterday. He took Air Force One because he was going to be on a late night TV show, the Seth Meyers show that essentially nobody watches. But they're doing so badly now, the Democrats and Joe Biden are, with the youth vote, which is melting away, with the black vote, which is melting away, and in so many other demographics. Now, they got the Muslims. The jihad vote is slipping away, too, in a key swing state of Michigan and also in Minnesota because the Democrats elected these jihadis like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib to be members of the House of Representatives in the United States of America. And they, you know, they raise a lot of crazy people. That's for sure. Crazy, crazy people. Um, But Joe Biden went up to New York yesterday. And um, on the Seth Meyers show, in the opening monologue, they set up, Michael was watching it very closely this morning and came to the conclusion that the questions were set up with Seth, Seth Meyers ahead of time in uh, collusion with the White House. And it's uh, pure propaganda, Soviet-style propaganda television on, what is he on? Uh, it's NBC. It's NB, still NBC. And, um, and the questions were set up, and the answers, Michael believes, were in the teleprompter. All right? But 
because they knew they had the questions and the answers set up ahead of time, just like communist countries do their propaganda. Um, in the monologue, the opening monologue, Seth Meyers had to set up a joke that was going to be in the Q&A because their audience wouldn't have known anything about it. I played you the audio yesterday when President Trump was at CPAC on Saturday, and he was talking about his wonderful wife, Melania, beautiful international fashion model, speaks six languages, smarter than any Democrat that's ever walked the earth. And, uh, and, and um, then while President Trump was talking about his wife, he saw Mercedes Schlapp in the front row uh, because Mercedes and Matt Schlapp run CPAC, her husband, and uh, they're in the front row. And President Trump was talking about his wife, and he saw Mercedes there. And he pointed at her. I was sitting right behind Mercedes uh, and Matt Schlapp in the audience. And President Trump pointed at Mercedes, and he acknowledged Mercedes. And then the media went bat guano crazy and said, oh, Trump doesn't even know the name of his own wife. He can't even. Now, his wife was not in the arena. She was not there. But Mercedes was there. And so there, because the propaganda machine of the Democrat Party is stupid, ignorant, dishonest, corrupt, and powerful, uh, they can win, as uh, you know, Michael Corleone observed. Uh, this is how they opened up the show. They're opening monologue, setting up their, their, their joke that they had already planned for later on. Former President Trump told supporters last week that former First Lady Melania Trump will soon be making more regular appearances on the campaign trail. Um, not if she heard what you called her last week. I call up my wife, our great First Lady. She was a great friend. People loved her. Yeah, people loved her. Oh, look at that. Wow. Mercedes, that's pretty good. I'm sorry. Mercedes? You had a nuclear meltdown when Biden messed up the president of Egypt and you can't remember your wife's name? Guys, I hate to say it, his mind is slipping. I think he's too old to run. It was the president of Mexico's name he messed up by calling him the name of the president of Egypt and only a moron would do that. And only a moron would tell that joke because if you've got the Google machine in about eight seconds, you could see that President Trump spotted Mercedes Schlapp in the front row, pointed at her, had a little back and forth with her, and he knows the difference between his wife, who didn't fly in with him on his private 757 to Washington, D.C. to uh, participate in CPAC before getting back on his private 757 to fly to South Carolina for the primary. But that's the, that's the joke. And the idiots in Seth Meyers' audience, who are not bright enough, they don't follow the news, they... They don't understand, but there it is. And now, why would he tell that really bad joke that had already been debunked? Anybody with two brain cells knew that it was that it was wrong. And if you didn't, you know, that's okay. Then you'll look it up if you're going to write the joke for a national television show. But they're just that filthy. They're that, they're that corrupt. Then they uh, start talking to Joe Biden. Joe Biden come, he waddles out, and his arms are hanging, and he's got a weird smile, and he's been cursing somebody out backstage. And then the uh, fluff begins. You mentioned some classified materials, some uh, documents recently leaked, some classified documents. And this isn't a gotcha show, but I do want to ask about it, that says you are currently 81 years old. Who the hell told you that? Yeah. (laughs) That's classified. That's classified. All jokes aside, according to recent polling, this is a real concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? 
Well, a couple things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't even remember his wife's name. Yeah. And, uh, See, now, in order to make that, in order to make that prearranged and staged joke work, they had to build in that fraud in the monologue at the beginning of the show. Otherwise, the clueless audience who were all stoned uh, would have no idea. Would have no idea what they were talking about. So, because and that is another element that proves that the whole thing was scripted and advanced. You can't assume the audience would get that pre-written joke loaded into the teleprompter uh, if you didn't build in that fraud uh, Mercedes Melania moment in the opening monologue, right? So that contributes to our belief that the whole thing was scripted in advance with the White House working with NBC and the Seth Meyers show with a fraud. And he and he didn't screw up the name of the president of Egypt. He screwed up the name of the president of Mexico. So their writers are so ignorant. They don't follow the news. They don't know what, they don't even know what jokes they're writing. Uh, and that's because they murdered comedy long ago. And it's just a political, you know, yada, yada. And if you want to talk about Joe Biden's memory, if I were doing the show, if Michael Piercy and I were doing this, this national television show, they'd say, oh, yeah, Trump didn't remember the name of his wife. He doesn't know the name of his wife except he was talking about Mercedes Schlapp, who was in the front row, and that's why he called her Mercedes. And his wife, Melania, was not with him that day. But none of that matters in the propaganda world of the American left. Now, Joe Biden, on the other hand, was talking another hard-hitting interview with Cardi B. Cardi B. And I won't even go into all the things about Cardi B. Uh, and Joe Biden has no idea how many grandchildren he has. I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. Three kids, six grandkids. But uh, who's counting? Apparently not you. And uh, there he is saying he's got five grandkids uh, a couple of days later. I have six grandchildren and I'm crazy about them. Well, you're crazy. Them every single day. Not a joke. Not a joke. Then Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor, uh, was called upon in another awkward moment to correct her dim-witted husband. My name is Jill, and this is my husband, Joe. And uh, your children may not know, but we have three children, and we have six grandchildren. But wait a minute. You have three children, and you have six grandchildren. But he said you have five, and then uh, I don't, I'm completely... Uh, they, uh, but they're, you know what? They're still leaving one out because they're leaving out Hunter Biden's love child, Navy Joan Roberts, who was born to the exotic dancer who seems like a lovely woman and the kid looks like a cute kid, but they don't acknowledge their seventh grandchild. And yet they have a national platform to spread the falsehood that President Trump doesn't know his wife's name. Absolutely amazing stuff. Um, we got to take a pause here, and we'll come back because there's more Joe Biden uh, proving that his brain doesn't work. But Seth Myers, Seth Meyer, Seth Myers, and NBC, they they are fakes. They're frauds. They're liars. They're propagandists. They're leftists, and they want Venezuelan gangs to be roaming the halls of your children's schools. That's what the Democrats want. And we are at 888-630-9625. And there's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and 
We've got all kinds of Democrat mental illness and the great Republican lieutenant governor in Virginia calling a man sir, and it made the Democrats go crazy. I did say five. You're right. So let me see. I got one in New York, two in... You're confusing me. Uh, Speaking of corrupt media and propaganda, the headline today is Don Lemon. Remember Don Lemon? CNN. He sued CNN when they got rid of him because he's so horrible and awful and has no regard for the truth and he lies all the time. Uh, But they hired him. They put him on the air and, uh, and he's a big fat liar, right? Don Lemon signs $24.5 million separation deal with CNN after being ousted from network. Well, I got to get me one of those TV jobs, huh? How about that? Don Lemon is even richer after being fired from CNN almost a year ago. The ousted anchor signed a $24.5 million separation deal with his former employer, CNN officially ending their years-long relationship, Radar Online has learned. The Washington Post doesn't report anything, uh, honestly. Insiders with direct knowledge about the situation shared details on Lemon and CNN's agreement. The $24.5 million allegedly covers the complete pay from his final contract. So they fired him, but they got to pay out his contract. He's got a very good agent, I think, very, very strong agent, which was meant to extend more than three years beyond the April 2023 firing, the rep reported on Monday. After 17 years at CNN, I was at CNN for 17 years. I got a buck and a half. I got a buck and a half. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. Why would you think that? Were you working at the same CNN I was working on? Lemon wrote on X announcing his termination. CNN later shot back. That is inaccurate. But never mind that. He got $24.5 million because, you know, lawyers, good lawyer, good agent, too. Just saying, you know. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.